From the creators of Circles of Fate, this is Slices of Life, a podcast where intentional living and imperfection meet. Join my co-hosts and I as we have conversations that help you navigate real faith, real life, and real community in the everyday. I'm Kimberly Amici, and today I'm here with Elise Daly Parker and Noelle Rhodes. If one of your New Year's resolutions is to get organized, you're in the right place. My co-host and I did an episode where we talked about what worked and what didn't work for us in 2016. We found out that one of the things that worked for Noelle was bullet journaling. Elise has an interest in giving it a try, so we thought it would be fun to have a tutorial with her right here on the podcast. But before we get started, let's answer our In Your Words question. This week, we asked friends of the show to answer it for us. What is the one thing that keeps you organized? And what's the one thing that you can't live without when it comes to keeping your day under control? Of course. Um, I can't live without my calendar app that's synced to my Outlook for work. So the app on my phone alerts me not only to work meetings that are coming up, but also I keep my social plans on there. And it reminds me of what I have going on the weekend before I make plans with other people. And it's just a great way to keep my time organized, use my time well, and I couldn't live without it. Hey, Kimberly, this is Kim Highland. Um, When I heard your question, what do I do to keep organized? I actually laughed because I so often don't feel like I am organized, but then I thought a little bit more about it and um, realized I actually do have some things that keep me um, moderately organized. I'd say the first is just my planner. Um, I've always used a planner. I've used different ones over the years, but um, just having my planner and I need a pencil and paper planner. I don't know. Something happens in my brain when I can write things out, cross them off, etc. I tried it on my phone for a while and it just was, it didn't work. So, um, and then, you know, with my planner, I always need one that shows the whole month and then gives me a lot of space like per day of the week. The other thing or two other things I thought of that helped me stay organized, mostly kind of in my head, but it's just a really good framework to see my days is that I kind of, I, I think about my day in sections um, and I've done this for years and I'm always kind of tweaking it, but I just think that seasons have a lot to teach us in all many, many different ways, but I even feel like our days have that structure somewhat of seasons. And so my morning is my spring and it's just a time of preparation spiritually, you know, physically, mentally. So I always make sure, try to make sure I have time in the morning um, for that. If I have to get up and dive right into the work of the day, the busyness, I can, but I just, I hate it. I, I really love having some time in the morning to just um, do the things that I feel I need to do to prepare for the day. And then I would say, you know, like the late morning, early afternoon is very much my, um, or even not early afternoon, probably till around dinner time, I think of as the summer. I think of, you know, it's kind of the intense part of my day. It's where I get a lot of work accomplished. Um, And then I, once we sit down to dinner, I feel like that's like my fall, my harvest, and 
I am very intentional about enjoying it. And I'd say that that was probably when I started thinking this way, I don't know, 10 years ago, it really made a big difference because I, up till then, I just had this mentality as you go till the work's done. Well, of course, you know, that might've worked when I was single or in college, it doesn't work when you're a mom and you have a family and lots of things swirling. So that autumn or evening time, you know, I thought, you know, in the fall, people bring in the harvest, they enjoy it, and they just have, you know, there still might be some work, but it's it's a time of um, just going slower. And so I pretty much, after dinner, I just, I relax um, and spend time with family and do things that are enjoyable. And that's just been um, a big, big game changer for me because it didn't used to be that way. You know, I'd finish dinner and then just kind of work till I was exhausted. So now I have that, you know, that downtime. And then of course, you know, sleeping is kind of my winter. So just having that simple framework really helps me know where to put things in a day as I'm planning. I also, I backing up to my planner. I like a planner that goes hour by hour um, because I'll kind of make my to-do list and then I'll see okay where this is going to fit and I'm trying to remember the name of the planner that I use it's pretty popular just in the last few years I, I want to say it's the day planner I got the target version you know this um, I think the actual ones you can order for you know just like 50 bucks but they did a thing with the target and the reason um, I like that well I, oh that's what I was going to say it has the hour by hour it also has your three top priorities and that's been helpful for me because I always my to-do list is always ridiculous and it's too much and so just I'll make the list and then I pull out okay if there are only three things I got done today what do they need to be and that really keeps me focused on what's most important and if those are the only three that happen I feel like I've, I've done what I needed to do and the last thing that I'd say is um kind of with that to-do list, I um, I started thinking of my life in kind of five different um, sections, I guess. Not that it really is, but again, it just helps me figure out, you know, where to, um, not to be as overwhelmed. So one of them is me. And so in my planner, you know, I'll have these five sections listed every day. Um, it's me, and then it's friends and family, it's home, just home management things. Um, what's the other one? Oh, just anything to have to do with ministry, um, my writing, my speaking, anything like that. And um, and then the last one is studies or school because we still homeschool our youngest. So those are kind of the the top things that you know. If I just said my this is what my life is, almost everything will fit into one of those five things: me, friends or family, home, ministry or homeschooling and it helps me to so when i'm making my to-do i put them under those things um i would say the reason that's helpful other than just organization in my brain is that there are a few that are really easy to neglect like me or friends and family and just focus on you know um home things i have to do with winsome or um my writing you know things that have like deadlines um homeschooling, those, those tend to, you know, they are definitely the things that make up the tyranny of the urgent. And then things that are just as important, if not more important, taking care of myself, doing the things that I need to, you know, for my body, spirit and soul and 
taking care of my relationships, um, they actually have a, a place, a designated place. And so daily, I'm kind of reminded to um, make sure there's some to do's under that as well. So those are a few things that I do to help keep me organized. I guess it's like I said, more mental organization than physical organization. But um, I don't know if I can keep things straight in my head. I can handle a little bit of chaos in the, you know, world in my my world and home and everything. So hope that helps. Thanks. Bye bye. Hi, ladies. This is Life Coach Carrie Bailey, and you asked two questions. Uh, what keeps me organized? So first question, what keeps me organized? Two things keep me organized. My um, online calendar, which is on my phone. So my online calendar is through my iPhone, and it schedules, keeps everything. <laughs> it keeps, like, my husband's work trips are synced to it. All my coaching calls, everything is synced to it so that I can see uh what's happening in my life. And then the second thing that keeps me organized is an app called Trello. And it organizes things kind of like a Pinterest board, but it keeps to-do to lists that look like a Pinterest style board. And so I can move things around really easily and slide things over and create different boards for, you know, everything from personal shopping to speaking events to you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching call to everything. Like I can just keep it all and see it all really easily. So those are the two things that keep me organized. And what can't I live without? Um, I can't live without my non-negotiables. And so my non-negotiables are my, my things that will get done in my day, no matter what, no matter how crazy it is, no matter what's going on, I will do these five things. And that is God time somehow, some way. Doesn't mean I sit down and read my Bible. It might mean that I listen to worship music, um, but just some way I will have some God time. I will pray with um, my husband. I will pray with my kids. I will have some personal time in prayer. I will do something creative in the day. And then last but not least, my last non-negotiable is I will sweep my floors. I will go to bed. Before I go to bed, I will sweep my floors. So can't live without my non-negotiables because it means that I have lived out my values in the day. So I can't wait to hear everybody's answers to these and I will talk to you ladies later. Bye. Elise, why don't you tell us what you used to keep organized? Okay. Well, um, one of my problems is, is that I don't feel I am organized enough. So I'm really going to try to work on that this year. And I do make attempts and I do, that's why I want to know more about the bullet journal to see if maybe it'll help me. But I do have an iBloom life and business planner, and that's uh, can be found at iBloom.me. And I just, I love not only the calendar, but I love the coaching services that iBloom offers. So for me, the calendar came with uh, an opportunity to be in one of their inner circle groups, and that included a virtual retreat. So um, the virtual retreat takes us through the whole um, process of planning for the next year. And actually, my husband and I listened to the whole thing over the past weekend, a little bit behind, but nonetheless. So anyway, I, I love it because it helps you um, set up 
again, a plan for the whole year. Like what is, what is the reality check? What's going well? What isn't going well? Kind of like what we talked about on one of our recent podcasts. What are our priorities for 2017? What are our personal goals? What are our business goals? What are books that we want to read? Conferences that we want to attend? You know, it covers every aspect of your life and lots of fill in the blanks. So I love that. And then in addition to that um, overview of the whole year, there is, of course, a monthly um, calendar and then a weekly calendar that's broken down into days and hour by hour time, which I would say I am very much a work in progress when it comes to working that out. But included in that week is my goals, my biggest win, my projects, and then each day's to-do lists and appointments that will kind of add up to um, the goals and, and biggest win. So I hope that's not too much information. It might be. Um, but that is what I use and I like it. And when I work it just like a diet, (laughs) it it works. Um, and again, it starts with a great little, my goals for this month, my gratitude list, relationships to invest in this month, et cetera. So it's very comprehensive and there is support on this Facebook group, the inner circle Facebook group, plus additional resources that come with that membership. I love it. I highly recommend it. Oh, that sounds awesome. I love some of the, um, can you just repeat for us some of the lists? Like sure. The gratitude, like what are the things that you regularly are writing down? The, the lists in the month that I really appreciate are um, just kind of, okay, what are the goals for the month, um, which are bigger goals? And what is my gratitude list? And what are the relationships I want to invest in this month? Love that part because, you know, I sometimes forget that I need to actually work on relationships. A list of what's going well, what's not going well, and what needs to change. And then you've got that monthly calendar. And then, again, it's broken down weekly, which I love the weekly spread. So at the top, it's my projects this week. And that's where I get to sort of do the brain dump. You know, what's possible? What are the things I'm working on? Because I've always, I've, I, I work in many different areas and it's important for me to kind of keep that straight. And then it breaks those projects down into your sort of, okay, what are the goals just this week? And obviously you move the goals to the next week if you don't get to it. And then there's even just a little spot for my biggest win. In other words, if I look at this next week, what is the one, if I get this one thing done, this is the thing that will make me feel good at the end of the week. You know, like it's Mm -hmm. really important to me. And if I don't, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be disappointed. So it helps me prioritize. Mm -hmm. And then above each day is a little, my to-do list. And then underneath that, my appointments are broken out hour by hour. So of course your appointments are appointments with yourself half the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a freelancer. I, I, I'm a, a writer and an editor and a coach. And so my life is often broken up into lots of different time slots. Um, and so it really does help to attempt to run my life hour by hour and very specifically day by day. And again, work in progress. Um, when I do it, it works really well. That's awesome. It's awesome. I like some of those lists. Yeah. Like what? Um, well, I like the relationships I want to invest in. Definitely, because yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure we all have friends that we say, hey, we'd love to get together, and then you just don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I do like the whole idea of my biggest win. Like, yeah. what Yeah. What would I need to have accomplished this week for me to really feel like 
yeah that this was I'm a good, good week. I'm good. I yeah. got it done. Yeah, yeah. It really helps simplify. And mm-hmm. the other thing is in, in the year planning, they also have what is the one thing. And I love that too. It's like, okay, so this year, what is your one thing? What is, what is, and it can change, you know, you can reevaluate in two months, three months, four months, whatever. Yeah. But what right now, as I sit down in the middle of January, what is the thing that I really want to happen in this next year? And they help you come up with a theme. And my theme is, um, building a foundation this year because mm-hmm. I really feel like there's some things that I have to, some fundamentals that I have to get to undergird the projects that I really want to um, build on, which is coaching in particular. So how am I going to do that? You know, I really need to um, establish some things, including a, a solid website and things like that. So, okay. So let's start off talking about exactly what a bullet journal is. I discovered it a while back. Um, I started seeing it pop up on Pinterest. I started hearing about it in podcasts and I have to be honest, it took me a long time to get on board with it because Mm -hmm. it just seemed a little overwhelming, although it's supposed to be everything but overwhelming. So I started looking online, um, to try to figure out if this was something that I wanted to do because I fell in love with the beautiful ways people were making lists and I just thought it was wonderful and creative. Although my bullet journal does not look like those. (laughs) Just want to say that up front. Um, So according to bulletjournal.com, it's an analog system for a digital age. It's a customizable and forgiving organization system, which I love that definition because I love that word forgiving when it comes to staying Mm. organized because all too often we try to be perfect and we try to have everything figured out and we want it to just be buttoned up and that's just not the way life is. So the site is amazing because on it you'll find videos that walk you through setting it up and the blog too is fantastic I was reading it the other day and I totally got sucked in because there's endless ways that people use their bullet journal and it's really fun to see what they're using it for there's examples and pictures that you can aspire to or say forget it I'm not doing this (laughs) yeah So it actually was um, created by writer Carol, a designer based in New York City. In his words, the bullet journal is meant to help you track the past, organize the present, and plan for the future. And it's really easy to set one up. Um, The only thing that you really need is a notebook and a pen. And they typically recommend the moleskin journals with Mm -hmm. dots. So it's like a grid pattern instead of lines. And what that does is gives people flexibility to draw lines, to draw boxes, to draw Mm -hmm. shapes, to like make checks, check marks and kind of doodles. But I started out using just a journal that I had laying around because I have tons of journals that I've gotten Mm -hmm. over the years. And so in the beginning, that really worked for me. And I'll just tell you real quick what they suggest in terms of getting started. The beauty of a bullet journal for me, or at least the thing that inspires me, is that there's an index. It's kind of like a table of contents. When I first started using the bullet journal, it was all about having a place to dump all of this information that I had on loose pieces of paper that I could never find where they were. Yeah. And so that serves, the the index helps you keep track of the list that you're creating, which are called collections, so that you know exactly where they are in the book. And that's been amazing. A lot of people use it for um, time. They use it for their calendar. So the idea is that much like the iBloom calendar, you start off with a future log. 
So you kind of dump events and things that are going to be happening in the future. Then you have a monthly log and even a daily log. And it's exactly what it sounds like at the beginning of the month. You write down everything that needs to happen in that month. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you even break it down further. As you get into the days of the week, you'll write down everything that you need to, like, get done that day, who you need to call. People even use it for, like, things their their toddlers said that they want to remember. Or it becomes, Mm -hmm. like, this daily list of noteworthy things combined with events combined with to-do lists um and then they and then part of the system is using these little signifiers noelle do you use signifiers in your any of your lists? no 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 i tried that and i just really simplified my bullet journaling to make it work yeah. for me mm-hmm. otherwise i get i get overwhelmed by it but people yeah. There are some people who really benefit from that. Yeah. yeah. So the signifiers would be different shapes, and they they give, they have uh, basics that start you out, but I know people have changed them. So mm-hmm. it, it's a little shape in front of a to-do list um, or a task that's different from a shape that's in front of an event, which is different from a shape for, like, meeting someone. It's just so that when you quick glance at your list, you immediately see what's a task, what's an event, you know, it helps yeah. you differentiate yeah. on uh, real quickly what's on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's migration. So what I'm doing is basically just covering like the, the four principal things you need to know. So this is migration. Migration that is the cornerstone of the bullet journal because it's the act of reviewing um, what got done, what didn't get done, and then moving those tasks over to another collection. So you move those things over to another day, or you move them over to another month. And then that's where you decide, oh, this really isn't worth doing. It gets dropped from your list, or where you add things to your list. And so it's that constant going back and reviewing yeah. at night, sit down, what's on my list, what needs to get done, what didn't get done, what need, what can I put onto another date. Mm-hmm. Does that sound overwhelming? Do you have any questions? <laughs> well, I, I, okay, you just mentioned the fourth step. Yep, so I can repeat that. Go through the one, two, three, four steps. So it's it's comprised yeah. of um, index, which is like the table one is of index. contacts. Yep, collections, okay. which collections. what they call, basically what they call lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, but I like it. Collections, collections sounds so friendly. I know. And so, and it sounds like I get to do it not it gets imposed upon me yeah and yes. every every list is a collection so it doesn't matter what that list is but the basic ones are that future log monthly log daily log right and gotcha. then rapid lo- logging would be the third which is writing down things really quickly anything that comes to mind anything that needs to be done and then using those signifiers okay and then the fourth one would be migration which is that active reviewing and moving it over to another page. Gotcha. Good. Cool. Noel, tell me about your organization system. Do you exclusively lose, use the bullet journal or are using a combination of systems? I use a combo, but I, you know, the first rule of bullet journaling is that there are no rules in bullet journaling. It really is very self-interpretive, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, because it is, everybody's bullet journal looks so different <laughs> from the next person. But what I do is I have a regular planner. I have three things in my life that keep me organized because I have small children. 
Mm-hmm. So I have the big family calendar that goes yes. in the refriger- on the refrigerator, and everything's written on there. So that everybody's on the same page. Yes. Um, so my husband can look at it, and my two kids can look at it. So that's very helpful. Um, and then I have just your regular um, happy planner. Uh, I got it from Michael's for like $10 with my coupon, and it's great. Um, it's just your, it's just a very typical planner, but it has a lot. Yeah. It doesn't have hours, which I like because it automatically, that like, I don't know, makes me feel like someone's trying to control me or something. So <laughs> it has no, it just has three boxes that I can decide like under each day um, what I want to put in those boxes. And there's room for like, you know, if I want to do like a menu or like that, there's a monthly calendar in the beginning. Um, you know, there's there's even, uh, you know, cutesy stuff like birthdays and books you're reading and goals and dreams and things like that that I don't really use a whole lot. But oh I God. do need my I do need my daily planner um, because I don't with the bullet journal broader. Well, this, this, some people use their bullet journal as their daily planner, and they love it. Um, but they are the kind of people that really like to make a bunch of boxes mm-hmm. and numbers and basically draw out their month and their weeks mm-hmm. all the time, and I don't like to do that. I don't use my bullet journal like that. So for me to kind of keep myself on track with dates and where I need to be, I use my planner, and I use it all the time, and I look at it. Um, I look at my planner every night. Um, my kids go to bed. And I put on some music while they're sleeping, and I look at my planner for the next day and the week, and I just stay on tack because I will miss stuff. I have completely blown it with birthday parties for my kids where they put (laughs) a birthday party. Wrong day, wrong time, wrong place. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I really need to, like, I'm not a naturally organized person. Me neither. But... um, when I was younger, I was so disorganized, and and it really affected my schoolwork. My room was a mess. And I remember my dad said to me, you know, um, a lot of successful people are organized. And I don't even know if that's true, but <laughs> I believed it. And I'm like, well, I want to be successful, so I really need to work on it. So I work on the organization all the time. Um, and I realize I do kind of function better if I'm prepared and I know where I'm supposed to be. And I have a list to follow from. If I'm too loosey goosey with it, I, you know, I, I have a very short attention span. I could be doing a bunch of million things I'm not supposed to be doing. So <laughs> that's where the bullet drilling really is helpful because I do kind of have a mind that goes at a million miles per minute. And most people, when they have, this is my bullet journal, unfortunately, people who are listening can't mm-hmm. see, but you guys can see. Um, most yeah. people use a moleskin. And I, I like moleskins, but I don't like it for the bullet journal, for me. Um, I didn't like the dots. I didn't, I just, there really isn't any good reason why I didn't like the dots. I just didn't like them. I like lines. <laughs> it helps me know where to write. Like, just, there was a lot of pressure with there not being any lines for me. And then when I would write crooked, it would really bother me. So, I decided that I'm not going to do the typical moleskin. I just got myself a little um, ringed kind of journal where there's, you know, kind of like a ring binder. Mm-hmm. And I just have always liked ring binders because I can kind of flip them and they stay open. Yeah, yeah. And with my moleskin, it doesn't stay open. And I, it's another thing that just kind of stresses me out. So <laughs> I eliminate stresses by just doing it my way. 
And really, my bullet journal is my brain dump, which I know, Kimberly, you say that's what you use yours a lot for that. Mm-hmm. It's for everything like that. that's not date-related <laughs> goes. I'm just yeah. going to read to you what's in this, and I'll explain oh, yeah. to you how to use it. The very first thing that's on my page is something called 17 Things. So in 2017, I decided these are 17 random things I wanted to do this year, and I just kind of wrote them down. And For example, one of them is Bake Weekly. So it's very, it's obviously not, I'm not reaching for anything grand. Uh, another thing was um, fall in love with exercise, which we'll see how that happens. So, um, but I just did that in the very beginning. So when I open my book, it's kind of always there to remind me. Mm-hmm. And then I numbered it at the bottom and it said number one. And then the very, very kind of be sort of the inside cover of my bullet journal, I would write number one and I'd write 17 things. So I make what's called an index. Yes. So, in your bullet journal, you're going to have a bunch of different lists, and they're not going to be – what I love about it is I don't categorize them. I just write a number, and then I put it in the index. So there's no pressure to, like, find the page it needs to go on. My favorite thing is the index and the collections because I, like you, Noelle, have gotten away from tracking my time in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, for 2017, I took my planner and kind of turned it into a bullet journal because there are tons of pages at the back of it. Mm-hmm. And I can keep my collections in the same place that I keep my calendar, my daily time. And like you, mm. I don't have to write over the grids with the months and the days. And I do like time because I like to see my hours broken up into the day so that I can block out how much time something's going to take. And it, and I've I've migrated away from a to-do list by putting mm. my to-dos in blocks of time in my schedule because I found I like get done. Yeah, and just just having a to-do list, I underestimate how much time something takes. And when mm-hmm. I block it out, saying this hour from twelve to you know one, I'm going to you know whatever, like edit yeah, my yeah, podcast or you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. So my to-do list is kind of I, I've taken what the bullet journal wants you to do. And I've dumped everything I could possibly think of in my week in my list. And then as the week goes through or as I plan, I take those to do's and I put them, drop them into time slots on my calendar. Mm -hmm. So you work with sort of two, two formats too. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, if you really ask people, most people use a combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you that. know, it sets it sets itself up for that. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd be a very specific personality to use your bullet journal for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, a very. I mean, either very organized internally or don't yeah. need that kind of organization. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and if you're not, if you're not juggling other people's schedules as well, and you're just mm-hmm. worrying about your own, that's it. Probably is really great. Yeah. But if yeah. you're a mom with children, have the pee places. It's it's not big enough <laughs> yeah. to do that. So I, I need to have something separate. Um, and mine is really made up of mostly collections of specific lists that I constantly have ideas or need to remember. Mm-hmm. Like, I like instance, that. Rather than I, have a hundred files. Yeah. I mean, I have a, um, like a reading wish list cause I do, I do a lot of reading what I do and tons of times in the books I'm researching they give me um you know a book to read recommend a book 
Great. And I write down this little journal. So when I'm reading, I have my bullet journal near me so I can just write down the title of the book. And later on, when I'm like, okay, it's time to get a new book, I just open it up, and there it is. I have tons of different things. So Um, tell tell us about some of your lists. Yeah. Some of your collections. I have a house list. So because we moved in the fall, so I have a whole list of things I still need to get for the house, like, you know, blinds Mm -hmm. for some, you know, new new blinds. Yeah. I have um, every month we pick up a memory verse for our family. So I write down so I can keep a collection of that. I have, um, sorry, I just lost my index here. Okay. I have a um, healthy habits list Mm -hmm. of things I want to work on this year. I have... I'm doing um, Crystal Payne's Makeover Your Morning. Yes, I love it. Love it. And so I have two pages dedicated to taking notes when I'm listening to her, and um, she gives you a couple assignments to do for each day. Um, that's where I'm putting it in that because I do use my like, bullet journal so much that I want to keep that kind of stuff in there. Yes. I have um, – I, I, I run a couple different websites. It's part of what I do. Um, as living and so I have different things for that like my social media schedules um, Mm -hmm. I put that in there because I research friendship I have a whole pages devoted to friendship quotes Um, I also made a master food shopping list so these are the things that we're always going to get every time we go to the store um, weekly and I just wrote it down and then I actually took a picture of it it says on my phone but it's also in my book so if I need to adjust or if I'm realizing I don't need to get this every week, I can cross it out. Mm-hmm. Um, another really cool thing, I, I, I you know, it's, it's great for like even short-term projects. So I always use my bullet journal for my kids' birthday parties and Christmas. I'll make a list of what I need to get for their birthday, the theme, who's coming, and it all goes in my bullet journal. And then when I go to Michael's or when I go to Target, I just bring the bullet journal and I know exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. And it's not on my phone. I find, for me personally, and the way my brain works, I need to physically write down stuff to remember it. Mm-hmm. But also for the creative juices to get flowing, it's really helpful to have a pen in hand. I'm not great with typing things into my phone. I type it in, and then I completely forget. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, it's super helpful just to have that kind of stuff. I'm also keeping a log of... Um, an eight-week body progress that I'm doing. So I'll write down every Monday how much I weigh, um, I, you know, my measurements, things like that, just to keep an, uh, just to see where I'm at as I'm as I'm exercising more and dieting or eating healthy. I try to kind of see where we're at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's so random, and everybody has different things they use it for. Um, and your list, your index is always growing. Right. But my, one of the things I do, I have a couple little rules I have for myself. One is I don't write down, I don't like um, set aside pages for a list unless I have an item to put in that collection. So, for instance, I didn't write down my reading wish list until I had a book that I wanted to read. Mm. Because what happens is sometimes you'll be like, okay, I'm just going to put this down because maybe I'll, I'll have a list for it one day. And then I don't. And then I have a whole page that's devoted to something that I didn't really fill up. So for me, it's like if you have something that you want to keep track of, that's when it goes into your index. Not like you don't like, you know, 
predict what you're going to want to put on in your book. <laughs> right. And it's really interesting when you look at your old bullet journals, kind of once they're full, you see what has been your priorities and what has been your, what are you interested in? What's taking up your time? So I like that aspect. Another rule I have is that I always say to myself, Noel, choose practical over pretty. So when I first got my bullet journal, I went out and got all the accessories for it and it created stress for me because I really want it to be pretty and I really want it to be as gorgeous as the pictures on Pinterest, but it wasn't practical to spend that much time with stickers and stencils. And Oh, see, I do that I re- sometimes on my Sabbath. See, yeah. No, because it feels creative. Office. Yeah. And she has the most beautiful calendars you've ever seen in her bullet journal. But for me, I have to make sure it's working practically for me. So if I can, if I could do a cutesy lutesy box, great. If I, if, I can read it even better. Um, <laughs> I also, um, I keep it with me all, all the time. That's kind of one of my rules mm. is if I'm out, I have it with me because if I'm in the car, I always get ideas and it's great. Once I stop driving, I write it down. Um, and literally, even when I'm walking, this is going to sound crazy, but I have my bullet journal around me more than my Bible. I like, if I'm in a room doing laundry, I bring it with me and a little pen. And as I'm doing laundry, something will pop in my mind mm-hmm. and I will mm-hmm. write it down. And then I don't have to worry about forgetting about it. And then I'm collecting right, right. a bunch of resourceful ideas or things that need to get done. And it's, it's it relieves a lot of anxiety because for me, I get overwhelmed but if I know it's all in here, I know that the things that need to get done will get done. But yeah. it takes away that fear of forgetting yeah. Or, yeah. or losing it, you know, losing yeah. your idea. Especially if you're a writer, I think a bullet journal is very helpful. Right. So that's kind of how I use it. I mean, you know, if I, if I have an idea for Slices of Life, there's a Slices of Life page. And I write down my little idea and then I leave you guys a Voxer message. But it's just a great way um, to just sort of keep everything in one spot. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be perfect. The first bullet journal you use will be a mess. Um, and you'll realize what you, you know, what is important to you and what isn't. But I found it to be very helpful in the creative aspect of my life. My planner is much more helpful in keeping my family organized, mm-hmm. but the bullet journal, I would say three fourths of it is full of my creative ideas. And that's what works for me. But different people, it serves different purposes, and that's what I love about it. It's very universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said earlier, I use kind of sort of a hybrid, although I can see we're having a secondary journal for me that's much smaller that I can carry around with me would be really useful. Some of the things that I keep in mind is um, online courses that I have signed up for. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh, I get that one. So I have, uh, I did make lots of little boxes for every module. And this way I can check off the modules as I go along because I have a few courses that I've started and haven't finished and I don't know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I wrote down the logins and the password. I also have, um, I have a list of things to do with my kids. So when we have uh, like a break, spring break or something and we need day trips, where all yeah. these places I say I want to go, but I forget, right? So you, I started to write them down and accumulate a list. But we did an episode on kids and money. And mm. so I do what Kimberly Coyle does, and I give my children um, the money that they would be spending within that month so that they can budget it themselves. 
when I first started it, it was great. But then I was like, wait, did, did I give you money last month? And then you can't really trust them because they're like, no, no, you didn't give me any money last <laughs> month. And I'm like, wait a minute. So now I have, again, boxes, which surprises me. But just a little graph that says, yes, you know, my daughter has her mo- her money through the next three yeah. months. So I, I keep track of those things that are important to me so that I can be consistent in them. And then yeah. there's no if, hands, or buts. Let's see some of the other things. I have my friends and my husband's and my predicted children's Enneagram types. <laughs> yeah. So that yes. when I'm interacting mm-hmm. with people, I remember, you know, it just keeps keeps me on track. I remember who they are and what who I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't <laughs> keep in there the books I want to read. I do that in Goodreads. Because usually I'm Mm -hmm. out and about and I could be in the bookstore and see a title I want and then I scan the barcode and then it uploads. Like I kind of like Mm, having that that at my fingertips all the time. And then also movies I want to see, I put in there too because I find myself often at the public library not planning on it and then I can rent a movie. I can borrow a movie and I like having that at my fingertips. So those I don't keep in there. but. I would say probably more like research type books, like you mentioned, Noelle, um, will go in there because I will start to accumulate that list pretty quickly and pretty rapidly. And that's like more more of taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's more when you're you're taking notes. The bullet journal is helpful for that. Yeah. Um, My husband uses it, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. And his looks completely different than mine. (laughs) But he he uses it and he's he finds it really great for just kind of kind of organizing the ideas in your mind. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we kind of at night we'll talk about like different things, different ideas you may have or different creative projects you want to work on. And he pulls out his journal and I pull out my journal. And it's just kind of fun to see yeah. the vast yeah, difference. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it is yeah. great that we're writing it down because, you know, you forget. I feel like I just forget so easily. Yeah. And then I'm frustrated and I'm sitting there for a half hour trying to remember, you know, even if I'm, even if it's a line that I want to write, I write it down in my bullet journal. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, based on what you guys are saying, I, I totally get the value and why it is not necessarily replacing personally for me. It would not replace my iBloom calendar, but to have one place for all those lists, I do have them on my phone, Noel, um, okay. you know, under those lists, those notes. Um, but I'd love to have them on paper cause I am paper oriented. I just, I like yeah. paper. So, um, and there are many lists that I have lost because yes. I have <laughs> on little slips yeah. of paper somewhere and I have no idea where. So I, I'm going to give this bullet journal a, t- a um, a try. I yeah. Could be really, yeah. I love also that on the uh, website, bulletjournal.com, it says, um, your to-do list, sketchbook, notebook, and diary. I like that it, you know, yeah. I, I'm not a sketcher, but I do get visions sometimes, just like pictures in my mind that I like and that mm-hmm. I feel like I want to I pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be fun too. Again, yeah. I'm not a drawer. Bulletjournal.com is a great resource. And also, um, I really <coughs> didn't start bullet journaling until I read a post by the Lazy Genius. And yeah. she just made it so simple. She explained it. She kind of let That's you off great. the hook if you didn't want to do it the way the video says to do it. She um, yeah. has examples. And so we'll put those posts that she did on it in the show notes. Also, if you're on Instagram, um, the Arsene Bullet Journal 
people you can follow. And mm. I did that for a while. That's and that cool. helped me. Mm-hmm. It just kind of inspired me a little bit. Different lists that people use. I you can even just use the hashtag. Like um, I was gonna say, is that the best way to do it? Hashtag and also sometimes it said bullet journal. They they say bujo b u j o. Oh yeah, okay. so I saw you wrote that the other day, and I was like, what is that a typo? And then I realized, no, yeah, I figured it's, it out. It's, it's the short end. It's the cool way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, it's actually on the bullet journal site. <laughs> is it okay? Yeah. So yeah, I, I put the, I'm just going to type it in now, make sure it's appropriate, but yeah, it's pretty, um, a lot of great ideas. Um, there's also the hashtag bullet journal junkies. And I mean, if you really want to be inspired, the things that people have used their bullet journal for or done with them is astounding. Cool. Um, if you find that's overwhelming you stop looking at those pictures, but, um, yes which it did for me for a while because I'm like, my bullet journal is not that pretty. But right. it just kind of shows you how different people are, are using their bullet journal and different lists they're coming up with. Yeah. Just as well has a lot of ideas. So um, there are tons of resources and ideas out there. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just a matter of putting into Google and asking. It's- bullet journaling is kind of the hot thing right now. So it's great right. if you're able to jump on the train right now because there's so much out there and people are just coming up with cool stuff all the time Mm -hmm. it's awesome cool way to be organized yeah Yeah. but one 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 thing i'll say about bullet journaling which applies to almost everything is that it takes time to figure out how you want to use it you know like the the system i have in place now between my bullet journal slash planner has taken a long time and i do say it's funny i do save all my old planners you can just see how it's transformed and how i've begun to use it and how it's become more effective all right, Elise, do you have a challenge for us this week? Yes, I do. Um, I would say there are often two camps. Um, I, th- I think often we, there are two camps or we put ourselves in one of two camps. When it comes to organization, for example, we would say, oh, I'm very organized or, oh, gosh, I'm not organized at all. And I think uh, oftentimes many of us land somewhere in the middle and we have to empower ourselves to to be somewhere in the middle and not be one extreme or the other. So I would say do one thing this week that will help you feel like you are choosing something in your schedule, that your life is not just happening to you, but you are choosing something. And I want you to choose that one thing um, to be something that you do for you. Yep. That's my challenge. I love it. That sounds great. All right. Well, before we sign off, Elisa Noel, can you tell us where we can find you online? Sure. You can find me at www.noelrhodes.com. And Noel is spelled N-O-E-L-L-E. And Rhodes is R-H-O-D-E-S. And I'm on Instagram at Noel P. Rhodes, Twitter at Noel Rhodes. And I have a Facebook page. And yeah. And you can also find my podcast at friendingpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can find me at elisedailyparker.com. My, um, I'm tagged really as Elise Daly Parker pretty much anywhere I am. And on Facebook, I'm Elise Daly Parker, hyphen editor, writer, coach. How about you, Kimberly? You can find me at KimberlyAmici.com, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Kimberly Amici, and on Facebook as Living in the Sweet Spot. 
Thanks for joining us for this episode of the podcast. You can find everything we talked about today in the show notes. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at circlesoffaith.org to receive additional content and resources delivered right to your inbox. You can find the show on social media as Circles of Faith. Subscribe to us in iTunes so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, rate and review the show. Your comments go a long way in helping others find us.